Hi, welcome to the Bitcoin Lens podcast. Join me as I look at the world through this new technology and how it brings so much positive impact to both individuals, to societies, to countries, and to the global humanitarian cause that is Bitcoin. So this is the first episode of the Bitcoin Lens podcast. First and foremost, thank you very much for tuning in. This is uh, a great pleasure to jump on and go into some topics around this this amazing new technology that was invented back in 2008. And it's a technology and a concept that really grabbed my attention in 2017. And I was at a online business conference actually in a, a town called Peterborough, or I should say city called Peterborough in England. And um, at that time, I think it was November, I can't, or sorry, it was December, I can't remember the exact date, but it was the day that Bitcoin uh, in 2017 went on a mad rally. It went up to around about, I think it was $18,000 from around about 7,000 or 8,000 at the time. And I was aware, I had, had heard of Bitcoin before, wasn't totally, you know, on a surface level, didn't really understand what it was. But lots of people in the room I was sitting in were checking their phones, people were getting very excited. And I turned to the person sitting beside me and sort of said, "What what's going on here? Everybody's getting a bit excited. And he said, well, it, I think the Bitcoin price has, has gone through the roof. So um, that kind of was the first real wake up call to me to what Bitcoin was, first of all. And then obviously from that, I dived into crypto markets to see, well, what is this crypto thing? What is this crypto space all about? Looking at different coins back in 2017, uh, took on a, an online uh, blockchain course as well. Um, basically, about <laughs> it was the same night I jumped on a webinar when this happened on the way home from Stansted Airport. I was trying to watch a live webinar. Um, on this technology and why what was going on with Bitcoin and all these other altcoins as they're called as well. So um, didn't really take the time to really dive into Bitcoin back then, but was involved in the market. So I jumped into the market, you know, set up my exchanges, got involved, um, put a few uh, pounds, well, I'm living in the UK, so pounds into the, the actual exchanges um, and watched amazingly watched my my kind of uh, you know bankroll effectively grow by 400% in about a week um, through the various coin investments that I put in um, but again I let everything ride up and um, I watched it ride all the way down not to zero but to pretty much well it was I took money out before break even so I, I did make a little bit of profit but ultimately um, that was my first experience of trading on the crypto markets but um Fast forward then to 2020, um, there was a bit of a lull. 2018, everything crashed back down. Bitcoin went to around about six, well, actually, it went down to around three and a half thousand at one point, but it sat around about four to six thousand on and off dollars per coin. Um, the actual momentum from 2017 into 2018 really died off. People left the market, they exited the market. Many people lost a lot of money because they bought in at the higher peak of the actual um, bull run, as it's called, the rally, the, the increase appreciation in price. And a lot of people just didn't understand what was going on. And I was one of those people. So basically, yeah, logged out of the exchanges and didn't really look at it for a year or so. Uh, and then 2020 hit, so that really shifted everything within the world. 2020, March 2020, COVID hit, and um, there was a, a few months went by and didn't really know what was going on. As a small business owner myself, I'm an optometrist, I'm an optician, I own my own optical practice also. Um, so I'm, I'm in business, have been in business for 14, well, over 14 years now, and uh, everything went sort of 
haywire. Everything went upside down. People didn't know what was going to happen with the business, with you know our finances, and, and everything got a bit crazy for a little bit. And ultimately, after a few months, I started to realize, well, hold on, I'm sitting here. The, the I noticed first and foremost, the, the one thing that I caught on with back in 2017 was, well, actually tw- 2008, I should say, was the fact that the mainly the Federal Reserve, the, the, the US dollar, um, was basically being printed or being put in, in, put into circulation through austerity. So they were creating more and more of the dollar, putting it out into the economy. And that was actually depreciating the value or the purchasing power of currencies globally uh, because the US dollar is a reserve currency. Um, and then I realized then in 2020 that they started to pump trillions of dollars into the economies, and the global economy. And that really caught my attention. And then I started to see, see what other um, you know, high net worth individuals were doing in around about sort of August, September, October time. And, and then got back into the crypto space and started to take time to understand what Bitcoin was. So I noticed one of the key figures within the actual Bitcoin space now currently is Michael Saylor, who is the CEO of a company called MicroStrategy. Um, coming from a technolo- technology background, from an engineering background, from that kind of mentality and mindset and understanding of what technology is. And he obviously um, had to just make a decision based on cash sitting on his balance sheet that he needed to put that, I think it was 400 or 500 million dollars into something that was, wasn't going to melt away because the currency that we all have and use currently is like a melting ice cube. It is becoming devalued over time because of inflation, which is effectively the root cause is the central banks, the central governments of the US, the UK, Europe, um, creating, that is creating money out of thin air in the form of debt. So that's called printing money. It's not physically printing, but it's creating money. And that's flooding the, the economies with new um, dollars, euros, pounds, and that's devaluing devaluing the currency and putting the prices of everything up called inflation. So they had a, Michael Saylor himself had to decide where is he going to put his money because he wants his money to be protected. But he looked at a number of assets. He looked at gold, he looked at property, he looked at all these various things. And then he looked at Bitcoin. And he obviously understood the technology. He took the time, his, his team took the time to really dive into what it is, what it, what, it, what it does, and what it will do for the future. And he's basically effectively all in on Bitcoin. Now he knows exactly what's happening with it and what it is. And that's the concept of this podcast is trying to break down in a very simplistic manner and as simplistic as possible, the actual concept of what Bitcoin is, what the technology is, because first and foremost, it is, it is a technology. It's built on the internet and it's built on a technology called cryptography. So it's basically the use of the internet and crypto- cryptography combined together. And cryptography is something that I don't fully understand. It's a very um, fancy term, I guess, for something that really basically protects or encrypts information on online and can't be uh, it's uncorruptible or incorruptible incorruptible sorry you can't actually go and uh, sort of you know manipulate it or uh, be fraudulent with it and that's where blockchain technology has been has kind of come from and that's why what its use case its main use case is but ultimately bitcoin became uh was was discovered was created by uh, a person uh, or a group of people back in 2008 uh, satoshi nakamoto and that is where it kind of stemmed from, but it was mainly because of the issues within the, the actual system, the financial system. And I experienced that firsthand in 2008 with the, uh, the, the subprime mortgage, the financial crisis then, when I, I basically watched my house price decline in value by $80,000 
sorry, it was eighty thousand pounds, around a hundred thousand dollars within the space of a couple of weeks, uh, and we uh, had a bit of an issue there with obviously negative equity, and it was all because of these bankers, these people um, packaging and repackaging mortgages into really just rubbish and, and shuffling um, the fiat money into different uh, derivatives and various things that really messed up the the whole economy back then, and they continue to do that, and they continue to get paid bonuses for doing that. And this is one thing where the reason, the main reason why Bitcoin has been created to counteract that system, that centralized financial system that we all use currently, are all forced to use, to create a system, a monetary system, a monetary network that is decentralized, that is totally separate from corruption, from fraudulent activity, from government manipulation, and from all these things that an outdated financial accounting system really creates. And it allows the, the rich to get richer and the poor to get poor, or the, the middle class and the working class to really suffer and pay in the form of taxes and inflation. But the problem is the closer you are to the money printer or these people that create the money, the better off you are. And it's the people at the top of these pyramids that you know become wealthy and it's everybody else that actually pays for that wealth, so to speak. So it's important really from an individual point of view, from one thing, from a moral standpoint, from a humanitarian standpoint, Bitcoin is a, is a big, big idea that has been created in 2008, has taken effect in 2010, and has been developing and growing for the last you know, 13 years. And it's at a point now where it's at global adoption. Adoption is becoming you know, more widespread globally. There's countries adopting Bitcoin as legal tender. Currently, as I speak, two countries have Bitcoin as their legal currency, legal tender, El Salvador and the Central Republic of Africa. And there'll be more countries adopting suit in the future. And this is all because of inflation, basically. It's the root cause of this problem and Bitcoin is the solution or the answer to the problem. So it's a very important concept from a monetary standpoint, but also from a technological standpoint. So I'm excited to get into all that and also look at the political, humanitarian and individual thing that basically the individual, it stems from you, from you and me being able to go out and really cause an impact and create really real positivity in the world and create wealth as well for ourselves and our families in the future and give us a chance to actually create that wealth uh, with money that we can own because if you put your money in the bank, the bank owns your money, money that you can save because it, it's basically a deflationary money, whereas the current money supply is inflationary. So that's money that you can own, money you can spend and money that has a fixed supply. And that's a key concept of Bitcoin. There's a fixed supply. Nobody can create more of it. So and that's where the real value, the store of value over time lies. We'll get into all those things in the next few episodes coming up, but I hope that's a brief introduction to who I am and how we're going to kind of go forward with this, looking and exploring the concept of what Bitcoin is, the actual big idea of Bitcoin and the actual impact that it has, is currently having and will continue to have in the future decades, um, potentially centuries down the line as the global reserve currency. So hope you have fun, enjoy it and ask me any questions anytime and we'll hopefully get guests on in the future as well, talking um, guests from within the Bitcoin space talking about their experience and their outlook on what's uh, going on and what's going to happen within the future uh, for the markets and for Bitcoin and for us as individuals as well that we can learn from. So hope you enjoyed the first episode. Talk again soon. Bye.